0: The key to fruitfulness. The key to fruitfulness. I was taken into a vision before the, before the meeting and I was looking at the human heart. I was going deep, looking at the human heart. It's like going, going and seeing the snares and the the problems of the heart fruitfulness begins with a saved and consecrated heart fruitfulness begins with Jesus Christ abiding in your heart that's where fruitfulness begins God wants us to be fruitful. Fruitful. I'm not talking about activity in the church. I'm talking about divine, supernatural, heavenly, Christ in me, fruitfulness. I'm talking about what Jesus Christ can produce in you. Praise God. Yeah. Let's read the word of God. <clears throat> John 15, 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Last night, I was talking about how the Father in his good will and according to his good pleasure has ordained things that will happen in our lives that we might bear more fruit, that we might come into the destiny that he has for us. And to stop fighting, don't fight the work of the vine dresser. He will prune you, and if you yell and scream, it won't make any difference. (laughs) He will prune the branch so that you will be more fruitful. Amen? So let's go deeper. Colossians 1.9. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to us. So Paul and the others are praying, 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 ask... He doesn't cease to pray and he asks that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Spiritual understanding is not mental religious understanding. Spiritual understanding is spirit understanding. It's what the Holy Spirit reveals to you, giving you divine knowledge, Of his will. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Being fruitful in every good work is Christ manifest in your life. Every good work. Amen you know don't cover your light jesus said the church people very often like do good works but don't manifest christ and then your good works will look like everyone else's good works but there's a difference When you do good works in Christ, you do them in the spiritual realm and they're manifest in the physical realm. If you give a glass of water, a cup of water in my name, you'll receive his blessing because it's fruitful. It's fruitful when you do it in him. Amen. Amen. If you abide in me, Jesus said, If you abide in him, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you will and it shall be done for you. Fruitfulness is Christ-centered. Fruitfulness is what Jesus does. (coughs) Fruitfulness is not what you do. It's what he does. For without me, you can do nothing. You can't be fruitful apart from Christ. You can't be fruitful without surrendering to Him. You can't be fruitful unless you're crucified and dead. You can't be fruitful unless you're resurrected in His life. Amen? Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, just die. that Christ may live. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Praise God. (laughs) An unproductive focus is an unproductive life. Let's have a look at that. Hebrews 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. Do not be carried about with various and strange doctrines. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. You know, the world is occupied, talks about, focuses on all sorts of stuff. You know, one of the things that almost every culture has in in common is an obsession with food. Yeah. People even, you know, you gather around a meal and we don't take photos of the people, they take photos of the food <laughs> and they put it on Facebook. Don't be occupied with unproductive things. Don't be occupied with things that don't spiritually benefit. Be intentional, amen. Amen. So it's not that I have attained, but I'm pressing in. I'm pressing in, you know. So don't be like everyone else. Just talk about the weather. Let's talk about the football. You know, I I sat down with a pastor and his his team, and uh, he was telling me the pastor was telling me how his his church has no fire. Okay. And I just love to talk about testimonies and the word and you know. So he's telling me how there's no fire in the church and he's got his eldership, his leadership there sitting, we're all having a meal. And then the whole evening they talked about football. (laughs) And I thought, Well, I wonder why you got no fire. Focusing on unproductive things. So tonight is a parable. You can go home and tell others how you went to a meeting where people were drunk. A Christian meeting. People were just laughing. People with mental problems were healed. People were screaming and vomiting and delivered. And a lady with ripped tendons could walk Jesus has given you something to talk about. Amen. You know, truly, when the Holy Spirit moves and blows like a wind, you don't need an evangelism course. You just start talking about what he's doing. Amen. So ask your neighbour, what do you talk about? Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Focus yourself on him. How do you focus yourself on him? It's a bit like... Sitting down with someone who's deaf. When you sit down with someone who suffers partial deafness in a busy room, a noisy room, there's so much noise that they can't hear you. So you have to silence everything so they can hear your voice. Some of you got too much noise going on. You've got the television going, you've got the internet going, you've got the social media going, you've got the gossip going, you've got everything else going. And you can't hear Jesus speaking to you. If anyone hears my voice. but Some of you got so much noise going on. Ungodly noise. And some of the noise that you listen to is demonic. What do I mean by that? Well the Bible talks about the spirit of the world. And the spirit of the world comes through worldly things. That's how it operates. So often, you know, someone comes up and, and asks for prayer and I'm like, well, you've been listening to this, you've been watching this, you've been doing this type of gaming, you've been doing this and that, you know, and you think it's okay, but this is why you've got your problem. Because yeah. you're listening to the world, you're watching that on TV, you are satisfying your flesh by being entertained by darkness. And an evil spirit, a snake comes and gets you. And suddenly you've got pain. Suddenly you've got strange thoughts going on. You've got nightmares at night. And you wonder, where did I get my problem from? Focus. Focus on Jesus. Turn it all off. And be silent. It might help some of you even to turn off, I'm sorry to say this, turn off your worship music and just be still and listen to him and meditate. Maybe you'll hear the angels singing. I'm not against worship music, I enjoy it. Many times I have worship music going all night, it's a blessing. But, you know, sometimes the deepest levels of meditation in Christ, Mm. you have to be still. And the prophets went off into the wilderness, into the desert, you know, 40 days. Or John the Baptist was there for years. Paul was there 14 years, you know, just listening to God. Amen. That's how to get fruitful. Amen. How to get fruitful. Be still and know that I'm God. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, be still. Be still and no, he is God I am the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing turn to your neighbor and say why don't you just give up then why don't you just give up and start trusting God believe in him You know? Praise God. So, uh, meditate in the Lord, prayer. Meditate, the Lord abiding in you. Secondly, meditate in the word of God will make you fruitful. You know, Joshua 1, is it 7? Um, If you will, you know, meditate on this book of the law, day and night, it will give you good success. The word of God will make you fruitful like nothing else. But you have a choice to make, and it's a daily choice that you believe that by honouring the Lord Jesus Christ and honouring the word of God, your life will be fruitful. And so when there's an encroachment of all such sorts of stuff, You know, wanting your time, you're like, no, I'm going to honour the word of God, honour Jesus Christ, and he'll look after everything else. That is an act of faith. If you honour him, he will honour you. Amen? Amen. So, you abiding in him, his word abiding in you. A deep meditation of the word. I'm not talking just about... Knowing, you know, about Noah's Ark and the animals. or I'm talking about a revelation of the word of God. So that it lives in you. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. The resurrection life of Christ is found in the word of God. To open the Bible is a visit with Jesus. To open the Bible... Is to visit Jesus. He is the word of God. Amen. Amen. When he comes again on the side. On his side will be written the words. The word of God. Amen. He will come with a sharp sword. The word of God. Amen. And he'll come with flames of fire. His eyes will see everything. Praise God. Third thing stay in the anointing stay in his presence because the anointing breaks the yoke the anointing is the river flowing in the wilderness you know you can be in a famine but in the anointing God will supply your every need Mm -hmm. everything else can be going around wrong around you but the anointing will prosper you. Stay in the anointing. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed me. Jesus said. To preach good news. The gospel. To preach good news to the poor. To heal the brokenhearted, To set at liberty those in, captive, in captivity. To declare the acceptable year of the Lord. Blessing. Comes tremendous <coughs> blessing, unfathomable blessing is in the anointing, and the anointing is upon the garments of Jesus. The anointing is not something that you just step into at a meeting, and then you step out of. The anointing is to abide. You have this anointing that abides in your heart, and you're, the anointing will teach you all things so that you have no need that anyone teach you, anyone instruct you. The Holy Spirit stay in him, Amen. Amen? Amen. Surrender. You with me? Yeah. 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 Well, we, you know, by God's grace, we have seen um, amazing financial uh, miracles in people's lives. Homeless receiving houses, um, uh, depression, you know, misery, poverty. You know, people delivered, people's lives absolutely transformed in the anointing. You know, never move away from the anointing and never make fun of what God does. Always honor the Holy Spirit and he will honor you. You know, amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, "Stay stay in the anointing. And to stay in the anointing, don't be a people pleaser. Don't be a people pleaser. I was talking to someone the other day in our team and they they were just telling me how they're an associate pastor in the church. They prayed for a man with Parkinson's disease and he was completely healed in the church. And the man got up and shared... And the senior pastor uh, told her off, said, we want not have testimonies in the church. We don't want you praying for people. And she's like, and I, I said to her, look, this is normal. Go and start your own church. <laughs> so she's starting her own church with her <laughs> husband. You know, right. you know, where did Jesus get the most persecution, you know? in the temple, the religious people, in the synagogues, you know. If, if if you walk in the anointing, the church will persecute you. It's just how it is, religious people, you know, because they don't understand, you know. And they've got all these ideas, that someone's stupidity that someone's taught them. And uh, just don't be a people pleaser, you know. When you walk in the anointing, it'll cost you. Might be family members, might be friends at work, you know, but the anointing will bring divine blessing and suffering, both. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Praise God. Fruitfulness are you doing what you do because others ask you, which is in a sense okay, but are you doing it because God asks you? Are you just trying to please other people? Are you doing stuff in the church because, you know, there's a need and you want to help out? And that's okay, but in a sense. But uh, is your life yielded to the will of God and what he wants you to do? You've only got one life. So why wasting, waste it doing things that he doesn't want you to do? Why not focus on what he has for you to do? Mm, Amen? amen. Praise God. Focus. Fruitfulness comes with vision. And vision comes by revelation of the Holy Spirit. (coughs) Have a Holy Spirit vision of your life. So... Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing. What he saw the Father doing. He had vision. And vision led to incredible fruitfulness. (coughs) Do you have vision? What is your heavenly Father doing? What do you see him doing? And are you doing it? you with me? Do you have vision? And the best way to have vision is to open your Bible. There is no vision without light. And the Word of God is a light to our feet. Amen? Amen. Open your Bible and there'll be light. Amen? Praise God. So excited. So excited. I think we're going to come back here in six months' time. Amen? Praise God. Vision doesn't always make sense to other people if it comes from heaven. You know, they said to Jesus, the, the multitude said to him, stay here, stay here with us. And Jesus said, for this purpose I was sent. For this purpose. I have to go to the other villages preaching, you know. Don't be a people pleaser. Be out there. Live life to the full with God. Be courageous, you know? Praise God. I was um, at the uh, retirement village in Sydney with my mother. She's 89, I think. And um, I think sometimes she's like... Don't, don't, I'm not quite sure about you, Mark. Um, anyway, um, but, yeah, we have a great time. She's been praying for me for a long time. And, um, anyway, one day yeah, we drive up and a young man who works there at the retirement village says, is that you, Mark? I've been watching you on YouTube. <laughs> and she, my mum says to me, Mark, he knows you. <laughs> and he, she says, oh... Wow, people know about you, Mark. I I think I'm going to start telling people, you know. (laughs) Vision. Vision. We're going to Salt Lake City in Utah. The place of the Mormons and the big Mormon tabernacle. We've only got, as far as I know, one person. Her name's Olga. Olga whom I have, I've met once. That's the only person there. And we're renting a big venue, and we're going. We're going. Amen? And uh, someone was asking me the other day about team. I said, well, I don't know. (laughs) God will send a team. Anyone want want to go to Salt Lake City? (laughs) Vision, you know. When you have a vision, then everything will come together, you know. Without a vision, a people perish. You need a vision. A vision, you know. Something to live for. And Jesus Christ is that vision. Make him the center of your life. The center of your sight. Read in the word of God. Read the word of God. Encounter him there. One of the great, You see people being filled with the Holy Spirit. One of the greatest ways of being filled with the Holy Spirit every day is to open your Bible. Mm-hmm. My words are spirit. To get spiritual understanding. Amen? Mm-hmm. Praise God. It's God's will that you should be fruitful mm-hmm. and that you don't just live life. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, um...